This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924 or you can visit us online at therogroup.org. If you do head over to the website, I encourage everyone to click on the radio page. That's where you can subscribe to our program, either on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. That way, every week, you're kept up to date with the latest episodes. For today, we're going to be talking about something that you may have had a relationship with uh, for decades, and that's your 401k or your employer-sponsored plan. Now, you may have been funneling money to your plan for years and years and years, um, and even if you've only put money in one time from one check, you've actually already made a sacrifice of some personal happiness today in exchange for a goal or security for the future. But what happens if you leave your job or if you're considering rolling out your 401k right now? Before we dive into that question, let me introduce my co-host with us always, Tony Shore. Tony, happy new year. Well, happy new year to you as well, Greg. I haven't seen you in a few weeks. We haven't done a show in a, a couple of weeks here, and it's great to be back with you on the show. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, I've just had, I had a great holiday season. I'm looking forward to this new year. Uh, you know, time with family and friends was good. How about you? Have you been keeping busy or you kind of took a little bit of time off over the holidays, I hope? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, we, we played catch up towards the end of the year um, and then we were able to do a, a pre-Christmas um, on the mainland, visited family over there. Uh, so that was nice. But of course, the holidays are busy for everybody. Um, that's not uh, unique, but it's good to be back uh, on the air with you in our first show of 2020. All right. Yeah, this is it. This is our first show. We're kicking off the year with a great topic, too. Um, you know, uh, we're talking about 401ks today, right? Yeah, 401ks and, and any employer-sponsored plans would be the TSP for our, our government employees, um, 403Bs, profit sharing plan for state workers. Basically, they all have the same kind of rules. And it's um, a great accumulation vehicle, forced savings. So you, you, you see it before it hits your paycheck. Um, so it's a really great vehicle for that accumulation phase. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know what? I have a love-hate relationship with my 401k, uh, mostly because mm -hmm. I love to <laughs> see that balance go up. But I also hate to think about what I could be doing with that money each month. <laughs> Yeah, um, that that's exactly right. I mean, you're not alone with that. It's it's really a valuable tool to help you with future retirement income, but it's not always perfect. And that's why today we're going to talk about not just the 401k, but also useful information on the actual rollover aspect. I mean, there's a lot of people retiring right now. Our baby boomers, we got 10,000 people retiring a day. 
for a lot of people, that 401k is their number one retirement asset. So we have to make sure we, we treat it right. And I find that people often have you know, some knowledge about the 401k rollovers, but they may not have access to a, a resource that necessarily walks them through the steps and gives them all that useful information for them. And that's why I created a new 401k rollover guide. Um, this is a single resource that can introduce a great deal of helpful information if you're considering a rollover. Wow. Yeah, that would be helpful. And I know that it's really important to get that right uh, with the rollover. But why do you think this is a good time to talk about 401k rollovers? Well, we know that today, Tony, in today's times, less companies are offering pensions uh, that they did in earlier generations. Uh, Social Security continues to be uh, kind of a touchy subject, uncertain source of income for people, and also not designed to be, you know, your main source of income. And 401k accounts have really gained more importance uh, because of that. And here's an interesting fact. Um, because 401k accounts are generally tied to jobs, Americans' increasing trend of working more jobs over the course of their career can mean that decisions on 401k rollovers are more common and more important to handle properly. Uh, in fact, this is an interesting stat. The Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, they did research on the number of jobs on average held in a lifetime, shows that younger baby boomers averaged almost 12 different jobs between the ages of 18 and 48. So that was a little surprising, 12 different jobs. And even if you've only invested in 401ks in half of those jobs, that's a lot of accounts, well, to account for. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of accounts to account for. So when people leave those jobs, Greg, obviously they have to make, do they have to make a rollover decision then about their 401k? Well, sort of. Um, yeah, they, they can make a decision about rolling over their 401k into something else. A lot of times they don't have to, but in reality, not making the decision is basically the equivalent of deciding to leave it where it is. Um, so with this existing sub accounts and choices, the fees that you're paying, it all would stay right there. And it just depends on what that plan that your employer sponsors. And I, that's one of the things that I discuss in the 401k rollover guide. Oh, that sounds helpful. And I, I'm excited to dive into this more, but uh, maybe we should let the audience know first how they can get that guide, how they can get a hold of you and set up a complimentary consultation as well. Sure. Yeah, we'll cover all the bases. Uh, if you if you want access to the guide, you can visit us online. Go to therogroup.org. Click the contact us link. Drop us a line. Um, if you'd like a, a complimentary copy of the 401k rollover guide or give us a call um, at our office, 791-2924. Uh, we can get you a hands-on copy of the guide. And as you mentioned, Tony, I'm always willing to sit and down, talk with our listeners um, and give them a complimentary no obligation consultation to see what's right for you on an individual basis. All right. I think that's great. And you know what? Uh, this topic is so important because I think so many people out there have 401ks, but maybe misunderstand mm -hmm. them, especially uh, not knowing how to roll over their 401k or what to do with it when they move jobs or as they approach retirement. Um, but you did talk about that rollover guide uh, what is the purpose of the guide really is to show them what they need to do? Well, the, the idea is really that by, by highlighting some of the key information about 401k rollovers that we can help raise awareness about the common mistakes uh, that are made and how retirees and 
pre-retirees can avoid them. Yeah, good plan. So where do we start? Well, one of the key components in our guide is to let people know how they may avoid IRS penalties and try to keep the taxation to a minimum. So first, let's talk about the way that 401k accounts are tax advantaged. The way I explain it is, is this. When, when you put money into a 401k account, you're essentially making a deal with the government. The government lets you put the money oh, in. Oh, I thought you were going to say a deal with the devil, but same difference. Oh. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> devil, government, right? Same thing, right? Uh, you say Wait. tomato, I say tomato. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it, is a deal, it is a deal with the government, right? So they let you put the money in without paying taxes on it, and you agree to leave the money there until you retire, or at least close, the, which qualified retirement the, the devil defines as uh, 59 and a half. <laughs> of course. <laughs> But if you take the money out early, uh, you aren't keeping your end of the deal, and then the government hits you where it hurts, your wallet. With penalties, you mean, right? Yeah, exactly. So you'll be taxed when you take the money out um, of the 401k, regardless of when. But the penalties come into play when you don't wait to the agreed-upon age to take those withdrawals. Now, there are a few exceptions to that rule. Um, Exceptions include um, total permanent disability, uh, loss of employment when you're at least age 55, it goes down a few years. And of course, the uh, quadro, which is a qualified domestic relations order, uh, also known as divorce, uh, the other D word. Uh, the combination of taxes and penalties may be especially painful if you decide to withdraw money from your 401k or re- retirement plan early. Um, after taxes and penalties, you might be left with only two thirds of your account balance. Um, plus, particularly if you're young, you're actually sacrificing the future growth uh, that could come from keeping your money in this account. So it might be tempting to consider your 401k a, a windfall um, as you leave your job. I always advise my clients to think very carefully about cashing it out. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And you also said something about keeping the taxation to a minimum. So how do, how do we avoid taxes when we take withdrawals from our 401ks then? Well, the, the short answer is you can't. Um, <laughs> uh, other than a few exceptions mentioned earlier, uh, it goes back to the agreement you made with the government when you started to put the funds in. The government agreed not to tax your money when you put it there, uh, but when you retire or take your distributions, the government steps back in for its share. Um, much of the value of the 401k is because your money was able to grow uh, tax deferred. So that has a compounding effect over a long period of time. And while you can't control the fact that you will pay taxes on the distributions, you do have some control over how and when you'll pay those taxes. Oh, yeah. We all know about the line death and taxes. So how is it possible to control the taxes on this at all then? Uh, Well, great question. And and here's how. Uh, Your 401k distributions are viewed by the IRS as ordinary income. And that's going to be true whether you take out a dollar or whether you take out you empty your account and take out a million dollars. If the amount of a distribution pushes you into a higher tax bracket, you end up paying higher tax rate on every dollar that falls over that threshold. And, and that can hurt. And now everyone's situation is unique, but there, there are a few ways to structure this. Uh, one way that you may have heard uh, many of your friends and family members talk about is taking their tax deferred distributions over time in smaller amounts. And so if the rule is you have to pay taxes on this and there's no way around it, well, then you have to ask yourself, what's the best way to pay these taxes? And that's the answer, slowly over time. So you can stretch that out over your lifetime, keep the tax bite at a minimum. 
Um, another solution would be balancing withdrawals from your taxable accounts to your tax-free accounts, like your Roth, or perhaps a properly structured life insurance policy. Uh, since these accounts include money that's already been taxed, it won't be treated as ordinary income, and it could help you control your tax bracket later in life. So you take out your taxable money, you get up to the top of that bracket. If you have an income gap, you can tap into your Roth or other tax-free accounts to kind of offset that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we all want to uh, keep a, as much of our money as possible, uh, right? I mean, that's that's what the goal here. And I think that brings us to the next topic that you cover in your 401k rollover guide. Yeah, this one's interesting. And I find that not everyone fully understands this when I ask them about it. The concept here is a direct rollover and how it may be your mistake-proof option when deciding to roll over your 401k. Well, I guess I guess you can put me in that category. I'm not entirely sure what a direct rollover is. Well, I'd like to direct you, Tony, and our audience to a very helpful site. And this is where the information came from. It's uh, finra.org uh, slash investors slash 401k dash rollovers. Uh, but I'll elaborate a little bit on this as well. When you're rolling over your 401k, your employer-sponsored plan, you typically can choose between direct and indirect rollovers. So with a direct rollover, your money moves directly from your employer-sponsored account to an account of your choosing and has to be like-to-like. -like. So you would set up a, an IRA, an individual retirement account, so pre-tax dollars goes into pre-tax dollars. That's how you avoid being taxed on it. And the money actually never crosses your hands. So it goes straight from company A to company B. You don't get 1099. Um, this is a preferable option because this is probably your mistake-proof option. Well, and that's good. Uh, it sounds like that's the way to go, but how does a direct rollover compare to an indirect one? So with the indirect rollover, you actually take possession of the money. Uh, so if you cash out your employer-sponsored plan, your 401k, you are responsible for physically putting it into a like account, and this is where it can get tricky. So while there are many rules and regulations associated with this rollover, um, one of the most common rules, which is an easy one to miss, is the 60-day rule. So this rule mandates that once you receive the money from your 401k, you must complete your rollover within 60 days or the IRS considers it a withdrawal. Now, you will get 1099 regardless if you roll it over within 60 days or not. So it's up to you to offset that on your tax return. So there's a form that says, did you receive money from a qualified retirement plan? Yes. How much? X amount. Did you roll any of this out in the, within 60 days? Yes. And then the amount. So it's offset. Okay. Uh, but there you go with that penalty talk again. Well, yeah, if you do it, if you do it before 59 and a half, yes, then that penalty uh, would come, what well, comes back and bites you. And, and nobody wants to to deal with that. And I do cover this topic a little bit more um, in my 401k rollover guide, but there's one more piece I'd like to mention before we move on. And if you're, if you're exploring rollover options, if you've talked about this or heard some of this, um, you're, you're going to want to consider your full and complete retirement strategy before making any decisions. And that's not just with your employer sponsored plans, but any outside IRAs you might own as well. And the reason is that you can only take one indirect withdrawal from either in any 12-month period. So direct rollovers aren't subject to these same rules. So if you decide to take an indirect withdrawal and do it yourself, 
you better get it right because you can't do it again for 12, 12 rolling months, not a calendar year, but 12 months. Wow. So got it. So uh, let's take a second again here to let our listeners know how they can get their own guide on 401k rollovers and a complimentary no cost, no obligation meeting with you to talk about it. Yeah. Great idea, Tony. And that, that's our goal at the retirement optimization group is we always want to provide our clients with clarity and knowledge so that they can plan uh, for the retirement they've worked so hard for and make sure they avoid any of these mistakes. So to request your complete 401k rollover guide, go to our website. That's therogroup.org. Click the contact us link, drop us a line, or give us a call at 791-2924. We're always eager to work with you directly. All right. That sounds great. Now, uh, we're talking about 401ks. Of course, this applies to 403bs um, and you know 457s, uh, retirement accounts, tax-deferred retirement accounts like that, and what you do with them and how to roll over the money. We're talking about that rollover guide, the 401k rollover guide that you're offering. Um, and I find this information really important and enlightening. Uh, I felt I knew a lot about 401ks before we started our show today. Uh, but what's the next topic from the guide you want to talk about on the show? All right, the next thing I'd like to tell people about is the little known strategy they can use to help keep their 401k growing. And while it's not technically a secret, it's the power of compound interest. And it can be an amazing ally in your retirement savings. And compound interest is essentially interest on the interest. And that's one of the benefits of a tax deferred account. Now this might not sound terribly important, but it can come into play with long-term investing um, like a 401k. Right. There you go. And to me, it's easy to see just how important uh, early contributions can be to a 401k. I mean, obviously the sooner you start, the better, the longer your money is invested, the more time you have to reap uh, those benefits of that compounding interest you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. And, and people tend to lose sight of the big picture. Um, if they're thinking about taking a distribution from their 1k or when they switch jobs, for instance, you know, they look and they're maybe licking their chops like, Ooh, I could get that 10 grand all up front. Could be a nice vacation. Um, you're not just paying taxes and the penalties on that amount that you remove. You're also giving up years and years of potential growth from that compounding interest on that amount. So instead of cashing it out, I like to present these options to my clients when they switch jobs. Uh, if your employer allows, you can leave your money in your 401k. However, depending on how often you change jobs, as we mentioned earlier in the first segment, it can be hard to keep track of these old accounts. And we'll talk a little bit about more in a minute. I have a couple examples I can cite as well on that. Yeah. And I'm already excited about it. Yeah. And I wanted to cover the, the, the second option um, is to roll the 401k over to your new 401k at your new job. Um, if you have one and you're happy with the choices and fees, that's definitely an option. Uh, the third option is that you can roll the 401k into your own IRA, your individual retirement account, mm -hmm. which can potentially give you more control and more choices um, about your money. So while that take the money and run strategy, you know, might seem kind of tempting when you switch jobs, um, taking that as a windfall, it, it's oftentimes a huge mistake. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. And uh, what was it that you mentioned about it being hard to keep track of old accounts? Yeah, so I I do think it's it's harder than a lot of people think. Um, so you mentioned earlier that you're the kind of person that likes to keep your money with you. Um, so I imagine this is probably going to be hard for you to swallow. 
Why, did you steal my wallet? <laughs> of course not, but uh, some people's retirement wallets have gone missing. <laughs> um, and actually, according to a USAA Today uh, article from 2018, uh, February, and this one was titled, Left Your 401k at an Old Job? Here's how to find it. And it highlights to say that Americans lost track of more than $7.7 billion in retirement savings in 2015 alone. Wow. Uh, that's nauseating. Yeah. I mean, it, it's actually, that's a staggering number. And I have actually personally seen it myself where we've been trying to organize a client's assets and they might be saying, well, I think I had this. And when I used to work here, I might've had that. And they're actually not even sure. And we had to actually call and track down the money and found out that there wasn't just one. Um, there was a second one at the same employer. So you might have that where you have a 401k and a 403b. Um, with with the same employer mm. and Interesting. getting organized is really the key here, Tony. Yeah. I mean that that number is staggering, and I've seen it personally. And it's very easy to lose track of old accounts. And while companies may not try to necessarily fulfill their obligation of tracking you down, it's never really that easy. I mean, what if you've moved, or what if you've changed your name due to a marriage or or a divorce? You're, you might be hard to find and. Nobody wants this to happen to them. No. Lost accounts means lost retirement income, means less money for your beneficiaries. So there's a few ways um, that I help my clients to avoid this problem. Uh, you can roll your 401k into your new one, as we discussed. That's an option. Or into an IRA, which gives you more choices and more, more flexibility. Uh, but if you want to leave your 401k with the old employer, it's important that the old employer has your updated contact information and that you record that account at least somewhere so you know how to find it. Yeah. And what if somebody were to pass away? Uh, do accounts get lost that way too? Yeah, great question. Um, I do also recommend a, a couple options for my clients to help avoid that situation. Um, so consolidating accounts is very helpful. You know, if you've got four or five 401ks out there, making them into one IRA is surely a lot easier to manage than five outside ones with five different custodians. Uh, but there are also online tools to help with this. Um, we've mentioned before, Tony, the generational vault um, that all my clients get um, with no fee. It's a digital safe deposit box where you can store all your important financial information, your accounts, upload documents, and you can access them 24 seven. Um, like I tell them, you've, you've spent years contributing to the, to your retirement account. Let's ensure that those accounts are there for you and your family. Yeah. Good stuff. Now, that leaves just one more item from your 401k rollover guide, right? Wow. Yeah, this has gone quickly. Yes. One more thing to discuss. Then um, that is how one move could be your last when it comes to your retirement account. And what do you mean your last? What do you mean by that? Well, that means that there are ways where you don't have to be concerned about your 401k rollover for an extended period of time. One single move could help alleviate that. Uh, for example, if you're starting a new job that offers a 401k, Rolling over your old 401k to your new one may be your best move, but not always. And let me explain a little further. Uh, you may have more control over your IRA than you do with your 401k or any employer-sponsored plan. They usually have certain rules on what you can, how many times you can withdraw or what sub-accounts you can choose from. Um, so usually they give you choices anywhere between, like the TSP has five choices. Some 401ks might have 10. Um, your 401k might have 15 choices, um, but these are pre-selected uh, sub-accounts. Most of the time, they're, they're mutual funds. If you don't like any of these choices, if they don't fit your profile, 
um, too bad, too sad, right? There isn't much you can really do about it. You're stuck with those choices. In contrast, an IRA, you have unlimited choices. It opens up basically the entire investable universe uh, in, at your disposal to choose from. So you can find something that works for you. Hmm. Yeah. And if you're somebody like me who gets a little nervous when people start talking about investment decisions, you can always seek the help of a trusted financial professional like yourself, right? Yep, absolutely. And you can look for an IRA that fits in your risk profile as well. Uh, they come in all shapes and sizes from the do it yourself to hand it off to a professional and I don't want to worry about it option. And the key is really to find the balance between independence and professional assistance that works best for you as an individual at a price you're willing to pay. And again, that you have more control and you have better investment choices. Now, I want to be clear that this move isn't right for everyone. So depending on what your future has in store for you, IRAs, 401ks, any employer-sponsored accounts um, all offer different benefits. Um, for instance, uh, first-time home buyers are able to take 10000 out of an IRA without early penalties. There's no such exemption for 401ks. Conversely, a lot of 401ks offer loans that you uh, enable you to take withdrawals without penalties and taxes, which IRAs don't allow. So discussing your unique situation with a financial service professional can really help um, assess your options. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously we weren't able to fully cover everything that's in that guide we've been talking about, but I think we got a great start in today's show. How do our listeners get that entire guide once again? Again, you can go to our website, therogroup.org. Click the contact us link, drop me a line. Um, say you heard our podcast on the 401k and you want a complimentary copy of the guide. You can give us a call, 791-2924. And if you want just a little bit more than the guide, um, you want to have a discussion, I'll, I'll show you the generational vault. We'll get organized and we'll make sure that we make the decision that's going to be best for you. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's helpful. Well, we're out of time for today's show. Why don't you give your web address and phone number one more time for our listeners before we go? Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Retirement Paradise. Our number is 791-2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.